Good morning, friends. My name is Shadima, also known as the Type A Hippie. I've missed you since the last time we connected, and I've been thinking about what to think about during our meditation, and the word that comes to mind is resilient or resiliency. How we humans, I would say, and pets or, you know, animals that we take in as family. And definitely little people or children are so resilient. So everyone take, find a comfortable chair for this morning's meditation. You want to make sure that you have some support behind you, yet you're not slumped back on the chair. If possible, ensure your feet are rooted and connected to the earth, the ground. Relax so that you're not rigid. However, you don't want to be so relaxed that you're slumped. As per usual, if you'd like to modify and sit on the earth or lay down with knees either bent or legs fully extended, you have that option. Get comfortable. Take a deep breath in, fill the lungs with air, and exhale, let it out. Inhale and exhale. Begin to set an intention for your meditation practice. And then move on to someone that can benefit from the love and light that you have in your heart and shine and share and send that love and light towards this other person. From there, you know, we're moving to the human sandpaper. And you might find that that name has changed because the other person that you had been sending your love and light to that reminded you of the things in yourself that you're not loving, you've shifted your perception about that person and now it's someone new. Take a deep breath in and exhale, let it go. The word resilient, it's an adjective used to describe something. It means of a substance or 
object able to recoil or spring back into shape after bending, stretching, or being compressed. So synonyms include flexible, pliable, supple. In terms of a person or animal able to withstand or recover quickly from difficult conditions. Strong, tough, hardy. So I think about children and I think about, for example, my parents. My mother lost her mother, my maternal grandmother, when she was eight which is pretty young. And six years later, her father passed away. And she was close, really close to her father. And I think about how she was one of 12 and she was the third youngest. So she did not have her parents for very long. And her second to eldest sister was the one who actually raised my mom and the youngest ones because the eldest had married at that point. And I think about how resilient my aunts and uncles are having lost their parents so young. My dad lost his father when he was five. And yet both of them were able to grow up to become productive members of society, not only in Nigeria, but here in the U.S. They've contributed to the lives of countless people, even as they're retired. So my mom, my dad got his Ph.D. early on. I remember him working on his Ph.D. when I was young probably around the same age as my mom losing her her dad, or excuse me, her mother. And my mom was working on her master's actually when I was a toddler, and she was pregnant with my youngest, my brother. And then my mom, right before she turned 60, maybe several years before she turned 60, because she earned her PhD, she went back to school and she got her PhD I think at age 60, maybe at 61 or 62. And even now, as they're both retired, they're involved in so many things, including a jail ministry. My mom's in a program to become a chaplain at a hospital here in town. And I'm just amazed that what happened to them did have an impact, yet they were resilient. And they were able to keep putting one foot in front of the other. And not without others, not without community, not without their faith perspective. Their relationship with spirit, divine, God. Yet they did it. And we all have a story. We all come to the table with a story. Your story is no less or no more than anyone else's. It's your story. And I know that you've been able to rise from the ashes and you've been resilient in your own story. And right now you might find that you feel stuck, that you feel like you can't move forward, that 
you feel that this thing that's gotten in your way, this barrier, is more than you can bear or tolerate. And yet I know different. And sometimes we just need to hear from someone else that you can get through this. You don't have to do it alone. I'm with you. I'm living life alongside you. And together we'll get through it. Think about what is your barrier right now? What is standing in your way? Now think about your community, the people in your corner, your support system, your family, and that is a loose definition. It may be family of birth or origin. It may be family that you have found and connected and drawn into your life along the way. I think about people in war-torn nations. I think about survivors of sexual assault. I think about that child, that photograph that's floating around. And I don't know if he's two, three, five. I don't remember. I believe it's somewhere in Syria. And... You know, I wish that there could be a where are they now segment of all these people that have come into our lives, whether they are people in our intimate circles or beyond. And I want to know how they're doing. I want to know where they are now. I want to know how resilient they were able to be. And then I think about how connected we really are. And during this election season, we have seen the very best and we have seen the very worst of people. And that we get to be resilient and do better. Because to whom much is given, much is expected. This is not a meditation to sway you into voting for any one particular person. This is about community and resiliency and how when we come together, we're able to rise and that we don't do this alone. 
and that the human spirit is really strong and hardy and flexible and supple. And so we rise, friends, we rise, we rise, we rise, because it's in there. It's part of our DNA. I did a training recently to be a member of the response team for a local organization called Safe House Center. And Safe House Center is an amazing organization, nonprofit that provides support and resources for survivors of domestic violence and sexual assault. And so I serve on the response team and I'm either part of dispatch or outreach. And as dispatch, I receive phone calls from the police and or the hospitals about survivors of domestic violence or sexual assault. And then we go and we provide support and resources to survivors in the hospital or in jail. We help walk alongside them as they choose to pursue legal services or not. There's counseling, drop-in counseling. There's a shelter. And I think about survivors and I think about people that I know personally, apart from this role, personally, that have survived sexual assault or sexual abuse or domestic violence. And I think about my own story And how that training was very triggering to me because of my own experiences. And I think about, I am so grateful that I didn't allow that, the perpetrator or the abuser to take from me. He took from me, yet because of my faith, because I have a power that's greater than myself working on my behalf and working on and through me, I get to be a vessel to help others. I am resilient. You are resilient. We're often stronger than we think we are. And it takes our community to remind us of this fact. That there's a greater truth happening. Greater than the truth of our own experience even. And that we've got this. Not alone, but we've got this. And so, friends, I hope you feel empowered today. I hope you know that you can walk forward, that you can put one foot in front of the other, despite what naysayers say or despite what that voice may be saying in your mind. And sometimes we need to talk to others to discover or rediscover the truth. So take another deep breath in, let it out. Inhale, 
and exhale. Begin to wiggle your fingers and your toes. Open and close the hands. Take a deep breath in, arms come overhead, palms together to heart center. If you're on your back, roll over to the right side. Use your left hand to push yourself up to a comfortable seated position. And inhale your arms overhead, palms together to heart center. So friends, I just want to remind you that the light in me, the love in me, honors and respects the light and the love in you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day filled with peace and blessings, knowledge of your resiliency, that you too are resilient. My name is Chidima. Namaste.